Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. felt like yeah jack black <laughs> how did you know because i could see you channeling him yes, oh jablowski what a good youtube channel you know remember when you had never seen that youtube channel and then i showed it to i you? didn't realize that i was missing so much in my life it's truly fantastic oh. my favorite favorite moment yeah out of all of his videos uh-huh. is when he goes to the arc light lord of the rings yes. style yes. he is like playing on the roof but then goes into that little weird protein carry yeah i mean they make like protein shakes or whatever it's because the gym was across the the way anyway he goes in there and finds jack black creams and notions (laughs) and then he does this whole little bit about that he's like great name haven't made a cent off of these (laughs) and then decides that he's gonna start his own products line and call it Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> creams and lotions. I mean, <laughs> holy shit. I love Jack Black. My favorite one was when he redid the Game of Thrones theme song and was just running around LA naked. Oh, he's so With his good. cape and shit. Oh my God. Jack that, Black could be my friend all the day. Jack Black is, oh, he, you guys would be so funny together. Oh, thanks, babes. You and Jack Black. Yes. <laughs> just... <laughs> Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> so good. 
Who, who's the most famous person you've ever worked with? What do you say? Michael Jackson. When I was younger, he was receiving an award and I presented it to him. So that's like worked with and met. Exactly. That's like half and half because I was working, but then I met him. You know what? I didn't think you were going to say Michael Jackson. Who'd you think I was going to say? I totally thought you were going to say Kermit the Frog. Oh, oh, let's not underestimate the power of Kermit the Frog. You know what? You right. You right. Kermit, I got you, boo. Literally no joke. You remember that? Oh my gosh. You singing? What's it called? Rainbow, Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. And you're three years old. Or something like that. And you're so fucking cute, man. <laughs> you're just like there. And then you're singing with Kermit the Frog, who's probably honestly More one famous. of the most famous people in the world. He's, I think he's right up there with Mickey Mouse. Do you think he identifies as a person? Or a I, puppet? I <laughs> you know what? touchy subject or wife. a frog <laughs> i don't want to here i am getting myself in hot water i, I don't want to uh, offend the frog community right now so or the puppet or the puppet community or it's, the greens oh the greens well they can be offended the greens the green community kale swiss shard <laughs> frogs frogs babes who's the most famous person you've ever worked with or met oh worked with or met what about slept with? Oh, are we going there? Because we could have a whole other podcast about that. I mean, yeah, no, we could. Worked with or met? Or slept with. Or hung out with? No, slept with. Or what about got a gift from? Do that one. Because I think the most famous person that I've ever gotten a gift from, no joke, is probably the person who gave me the jersey I'm wearing right now. Wow. 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 Sadly, I can't say the same, but yes. She's definitely in the top four. She's, she's definitely. She's, she's yeah. Yeah, she's, she's in the top time. four. And she's kind because here's the deal. I didn't even want this fucking jersey. <laughs> I didn't even think it was happening. I didn't even, I wasn't even expecting it. It wasn't a, my birthday. It was the only Christmas. one of the two of us who play soccer. Yeah, I did. I played some AYSO soccer for about a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Until I was like, I'm over this. Yeah. Like everything I did in my childhood. True. I was like, I need to ride horses. I need to take piano. I need to go to theater school. And I did it all for a week. And I was like, this sucks. So anyway, I did that with AOSO. Wow. Some people would call that affluent gone wrong. <laughs> Affluence gone wrong? Yeah. Were they really? You could just do anything you want, but then be like, I'm not going to finish. Bye. Yeah, my mom was like, whatever, fine, don't. Um, she's like, I'm not going to fight you, Miranda. You're too strong for me. And I was like, great, I'm seven and I hate wearing shin guards. Take me, to, take me somewhere else. Anyway, back to this really famous person who gave me this jersey I didn't ask for. I appreciate the fact that she got my name spelled correctly, though. Well, she, she cares. She does her research. She knows so much about us. Um... It's surprising. She clearly knows so much about us. She definitely sits in her bedroom late at night doing research on us, figuring out how to nurture this friendship. I mean, I would. You would? Yeah. It's kind of what you did on her this morning, don't This lie. is true. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually, there's things that I have to reveal to her today. Hopefully, it will deepen our friendship. It definitely will. I think it will. Um, let's go deep with her. Let's, let's, let's go, go real deep. deep. Let's go real deep. Can't wait for it. <laughs> 
Well, being that this person is the most famous person that's ever given you a present, we should also just, you know, run down her list of famousness. She twice Forbes list of most influential slash rich ass people. Movies. A song. YouTube. YouTube. She worked with the likes of Maroon 5. Alicia Keys. She's out here writing, directing, starring, producing, lighting a movie. We thought Kiki Palmer did it. No, she did it. This is true. She also co-hosted the Oscar red carpet. She also- Which is like big deal. Just big deal. Had her own show for multiple seasons. She had her own late night show. She's actually a part of the Disney family right now, too. She totally is. She knows something about Puppet slash Muppets. Bring it back to our main man, Kermit the Frog. Looka, looka here. You guys didn't know you had that in common, did you? I, no. I'm sure, I'm glad you researched it. You're welcome. Anyway, everybody, that's right. We have on the best podcast ever, Lily C. Lily. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, thanks for, for coming on. here. Okay, oh. I gotta, I gotta bring the vibes down a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go uh-oh. right in. I'm gonna, gonna just do it. Uh-oh. She's just gonna okay. tell you. Okay, wow. I'm gonna tell you I a secret. Thought Lily. we were gonna like <gasps> ease into it, but so first, let me say this is no disrespect. This has no reflection on you as a person. This has a reflection oh, on okay. me as a person fully, one thousand percent. Fully me. scared. I'm fully booked as you should already. Be. You as should you speak. be. Yeah. Again, this is purely on me and my dumbassness. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Lily, when I met you a year and a half ago, I had no fucking clue who you were. (laughs) I did not know that you were on Forbes list twice. I did not know that you had over a combined 2 billion views on YouTube. I did not know Superwoman, exclamation point, exclamation I've seen you. I grazed by it. I was like, oh, she's great. I love this. Yes, brown people. She didn't know that but you I were a writer. She didn't know that you had a late night show. I didn't understand didn't know who you were. the brevity period. of Lily Singh. And I still wanted to be friends with you because I thought you were such a fucking cool person. You turned on. You knew how to work. And I was like, I want to be your friend. Then I looked you up and I was like, Raven, you need to get out of your house and do like understand that other people live in this world. (laughs) I am obsessed with the story, mostly because let me share my perspective, which is the first time I met you. I was talking to one of the producers of the show and they were like, oh, you're going to meet Raven. And I have a really good feeling you're going to get along great because you seem very, very similar. You both seem like you hustle. You're very professional. Like, cool. And then I met you and you were so warm and welcoming and seemed like you knew everything about me. In (laughs) fact, I even went to my team member after we talked and I was like, Raven is so prepared. Like she knew everything about me. So your acting is on point, baby. Where's my Emmy? That is hilarious. Yeah, I was like, oh, because you would even ask me. You're like, so you started on YouTube and you were like asking me all these questions. So I don't know where you pulled that from. I have my ass. I well, pulled you, it from my You ass. must have known that she started on well, YouTube. Well, no, they for said real. that she's from YouTube. And I did. I saw you on YouTube. You were doing I the video that I saw was you and the other um Indian female comedian that's also on YouTube. Liza, Liza yeah. No, not Liza. There was no? another one. Um I suck. Anyway. <laughs> fill in the blank. And I saw you, I was like, oh, she's funny. I I do watch Liza as well, but Honestly, they told me this. I was like, yeah, sure. I also don't like to know a lot about someone because then I start 
creating a story in my head and then I'm going to be like, I don't like you, but then I never met you. I'm so happy that I didn't know. Because after she met you, <laughs> she comes home to me and she was like, okay, first of all, I have a new best friend. I love Lily so much. And I was like, I've already met Lily, which you probably don't even remember. Not to say that I knew you, but you and I, Lily, met at her eyes. Her eyes. like, where the fuck did I meet? No, no, no. You're never going to remember it, Lily. Don't worry. But we met at your show, your late night show, because I came with someone who was doing your show and I was like part of their entourage team, whatever. So I meet you very briefly and then it turns out somebody that I also knew from the past was working for you. Any, whatever, doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm horrified. Raven. <laughs> Can I ask, are you allowed to say, who did you come with to my late night show? Yeah, I came with Retta. Oh! You don't remember me. Don't I don't worry. remember at all, but I-, I No. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I came with Retta and- Met you there very briefly. Retta ate a sandwich and got an electric shock. Such a weird thing to bring up. No. She ate a sandwich? What in the... What she did was you do on at, your show? No, not on her show. She in craft? During glam. She ate a sandwich. She was hilarious. hilarious. That's and then what she got an electric shock. Anyway, this is not the point. Okay. It's an important thing to bring up because my late night show was poor and we had no food. So you mentioning that she had a sandwich <laughs> makes me understand that like she brought her own sandwich. Because, like, so it actually does provide context. Okay. I'm glad you're working Wonderful. with it. For the record, I also, when I met Raven, came home and I was like, to my dog, <laughs> I was like, I met a new best friend. I feel like me and Raven hit it off immediately. immediately. I was obsessed immediately. I think it's also because we commiserated slash connected over fasting. Yes. Remember? Yes. But, but you like to see there's fasting and then there's Raven. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I intermittent fast. I was like, mm, I'm so healthy. I I actually intermittent fast. I, you know, I start eating at one. I stop eating at nine. I'm like low carb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Raven's like, oh, I haven't eaten in the past month. <laughs> I fast for seasons all the fall. All the fall I was fasting. I'm like, what? And then she showed me, proceeded to show me this calendar on her phone with her fasting schedule. She's like, everything in red means I'm not eating. And I'm like, so, so spring? Like, I was like, what? And then, and then. Disclaimer, disclaimer, she's very healthy and disclaimer, disclaimer. But I was like very impressed by your your strictness when it came to that. Super strict. And then Lily asked me to host one of her Unicorn Island events and I showed up on a fast and I'm like pale. And they're like, do you want to eat? You were like actually dead. That That's the day that you look at her. First of all, I was felt, bitch. No, My waist was so smashed. But she had pulled a muscle in her neck. I do vividly you guys remember? remember. I and vividly remember. Your team is amazing. And yeah, they're like running team. to get her patches because Raven's like, the only thing that works for me is CBD patches. So like Lily's team is running out to get these things. So Just Raven at the weed So the event was about like, you know, gender equity, giving back to girls and Raven is hosting, but she cannot move her neck at all. So she's like asking people for money. She's like, and you should give money to the girls because and I'm like, this is such a deranged sight I'm seeing. But like, it was iconic. It was truly iconic. It was your iconic, Lily. You're iconic. You have so many amazing things that you're doing. Um, I also looked on Wikipedia to do my research for today. And not only do you have a fantastic nonprofit called Unicorn Island, but you also went on tour with the same name and really building a brand. And you built a brand from the bottom up, you yourself. So the main question that me and my wife both want to ask you is, unlike a lot of people in the YouTube industry that don't really cross over into Hollywood as well as you have, how has that transition been? Do you miss YouTube? Are you starting to feel the pressures of conglomerates? Like what's your journey right now? 
Yeah, I mean, that has been the majority of the last couple years of my life has been this, especially I think late night was the biggest instance of that. Before that, I was making YouTube videos like two scripted sketches a week, daily vlogging, like a lot of content was going on YouTube. And yes, I had a team, but my team was like, you know, my editor and my my camera person and a gaffer, maybe if I wanted to be fancy, you know. Um, and then I got into late night and I vividly remember my first day, there was a hundred people on set and I was like, what do you all do? Like, what is this now? Someone came up to me, said, I'm the script something, something. And I was like, say what now? Like, it was just, there were so many people and so much red tape. And it was definitely a difficult transition when I realized I have to like run jokes by someone and there has to be like a legal department, like clearing things. And I'm like, what? I can't just like do and say what I want to do and say. So it was definitely tough. Having said that, I think there's pros and cons to both. Right. I really love YouTube. I still think it's the best place to build a community. Social media in general, I think community building, like having people care about what you care about and like finding like minded people. Social media is great at that. I don't think you necessarily get that in traditional Hollywood. You don't watch a movie with an actor and actress. And for the most part, you don't be like, oh, I'm personally invested in that person. Mm -hmm. It's more so like I'm invested in that movie or that character. But I don't really know this person. And so they don't, it's harder to build a community, in my opinion. Having said that. It's also social media is bittersweet. It's also super unhealthy. You know, there is there is no rules. There's no red tape. There's no HR. There's none of those things. And so it can be all consuming. So I think I definitely love pieces of the digital, the digital part of my life and pieces of the traditional part. But right now I'm leaning. I got to say I'm leaning more into TV and film. I think I just like that. I like taking my time to make something and to make art and to get into character and for it to not be so disposable. Where on YouTube it was like, all right, posted a video, edited it, wrote it today, shot it, posted it. Okay, on to the next one. Gotta go, 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 go. Creativity on demand. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a movie is like, okay, let me like, what would this character do? How can I like make this art? So they're just different, but it's definitely been tough. So paint a little bit of a picture for us. Where did this all begin for you? Like you're a little girl in Canada, dot, <laughs> dot, dot. Please start I love like that too. Americans for this reason, because I love all Americans say Canada. And it's like, so the equivalent of like, so there you were in the United States of America. <laughs> it's, like so, it's so broad and I love it because all Americans do this. It's like, and now I've started to speak like that to my Canadian friends. I'm like, so remember when I was in Canada and they're like, shut up. You mean Toronto? Like this <laughs> the city you're from? What's wrong with you? Oh yeah. So I, here, let me paint you a picture. Thank the year you was really close picture. to the mic. We want to hear it yeah. like this. The, the year, I'm going to do ASMR for you. The year was 2010. There I was in my parents' house because I'm brown and I had no choice. I had to live with them. And I was in the basement of their house and I thought, I'm a sad person and I don't want to do what I'm doing in school. I'm getting a psychology degree, but I don't want to do anything with it. And I hate Freud. And then my friend was like, have you heard of YouTube? And I was like, mm, that sounds kind of dumb. That was my first reaction. I was like, it sounds kind of dumb. I don't know why anyone would do that. Um, and then I started to play around with YouTube and I, I saw people doing just the weirdest things. But the cool thing was they were doing what they wanted. Yeah, They were telling the jokes they wanted to tell. They were doing the tutorials they wanted to do. And there was no rules. It seemed like people were just doing what they wanted to do. And so I posted my first YouTube video thinking nothing of it. I truly did not think I would make another one. I did not think it would go anywhere. I did not think anyone would watch it. 70 people watched it. And I vividly remember... <laughs> when the computer box was like, what would you like your username to be? And I was like, oh my God, one of my favorite hip hop songs is Lil Mo featuring Fabulous, it's yes. Superwoman. So this seems like a great decision. 
let me do this because copyright doesn't exist. I'm a stupid, stupid person. And then I put it, I put in, I, and then Superwoman was taken. So I put an I, I, Superwoman, I, I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there I was and one video snowballed into another, into another. And I just got obsessed. I have a very obsessive personality. And I was like, I love this. And I love being creative. And like, I was even a nerd about it. I had like a whole Google doc with like how many followers and views. Cause back then the analytics were weak. And so I was doing it myself. Well, one video snowballed into another, snowballed into another, and then now you are directing, writing, and starring in a Hollywood slash Canadian wood um, film. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey that you just took that no one could text you on our group text because you were so fucking busy? (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I have a production company called Unicorn Island Productions, and we work with stuff that's all to champion underrepresented voices. I'm just like, I'm trying to make stories about women, about BIPOC community, about the queer community, but just everyone that's ever had to have their stories go through someone else. Those are the types of stories we're trying to tell. And so, yes, I just did a project, which I can't say too much about, but it is a, um, let's just say it was a film that really took me outside of my comfort zone in various, various, various ways. Okay. Um, it was sexy. Ooh, it was it, it was sexy. a little sexy and you two know me you know me that i i struggled to be sexy you know i'm a little bit rough around the edges in that department you're but so I, sexy your girl Lily, get out of your here. girl came through your Lily. girl i'm gonna say and, and raven you might be really baffled by this i wear dresses i'm sorry what yeah uh-huh no skirts lily you're sexy skirts. in the other way of sexy you're like yeah like daddy sexy yeah. you know what i do i you know you're absolutely correct i am a daddy but i'm saying in this you might see me be sexy as like <clears throat> Like a lady. <gasps> lady Clutch sexy? your pearls. I don't even know. Drop it like it's sexy. hot. That's can you even imagine that? I know. I actually, no offense, I don't want to. Uh, like, you're okay, my great, bro. Great. I don't want to yeah, yeah. look at you right. that way, but I also will appreciate it because I know what it feels like to switch on camera. Oh, yeah, totally. On like- camera, you like, okay, now I'm going to sit with my legs crossed. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Both wide open. Both of us like, man. I have a question. <laughs> I just want to circle back to something you said earlier about YouTube and people who were just kind of like putting whatever they wanted, not really thinking, sharing their thoughts. Do you feel like now we're seeing people paying for their edgy content? You mean like it's come back to bite them? Yeah. I think here's the Without thing. Without naming I'm, names. I'm, I'm going to get spiritual and deep for a second here okay, because I, I literally just had this conversation with someone and here's the thing. Do I think people should be held accountable for things they've done in the past that are problematic? Yes, I'm not denying that if wrong has been done, people should be accountable. However, I also see a lot of unhealthiness and danger in this idea of like everything from our past has to be canceled. Like I feel like every day I go on the internet and there's a show that now is no longer acceptable and there's a person that's no longer acceptable and there's a thing my parents did that are no longer acceptable. And I'm like, two things can be true at once. Yes, in today's day and age, that thing could be considered problematic. However, I can also really like that thing and value that thing. And it played its role in my life. And I think that that is my answer to that, is that two things can be true at once. And the one thing I will say is, you know, back to Raven's question of my transition from the digital age to 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 traditional is I kind of always had that in mind. I never wanted to be a temporary creator. And so I never really did the super sensationalized and like risky type of stuff because I wanted a career. Mm -hmm. And I do think anyone who wants to have longevity in their career should think about that. It's like, will a brand work with me? Will a network work with me? Having said all of that, the real, real, because I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Has anyone truly ever been canceled? No. 
Right. Well, I actually, think we're all about like, oh my God, this person, but like all the people who got super, super canceled years ago, if you look at them, they're making the bag. Well, actually, actually, there is actually one, and I mm-hmm. am a ripple effect of that cancellation. Roseanne. Really? No. <laughs> I hate you. No, actually, because of the cancellation and the situation, I no longer am on television on a certain show that started my career. That makes total oh. sense. Okay. And you know what? Let me put a caveat to that. Some people will get canceled, but what I mean is like when we think someone's being canceled online, I think we assume like they're going to cease to exist and stop doing exactly. the thing. But like, but they that's still not have true. to live. They still have to they live in this They still have community. to live. They're they still, still going to make their money. They're, exactly. And the majority of people, I'm going to say, with the exception of few, we cancel them and it's a whole thing. And, it's a, and then a year later, they're like, hey, I just signed a deal for a million dollars. This is very true, especially when they're white and male. But there are, there are then situations like the one that you just referred to that are kind of true cancellations and then actually have the ripple effect, like you said, of impacting people because people stop actually making money. So if you don't get your residual right. check, you're I'm losing money right. now. Yeah. You know, like there are other people who become then impacted. It's such a it's such a weird it's thing. such a weird listen. I, I want to say something and I don't know if this is a conversation to be had. I just want to get my point out. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a judgy person. And when I was watching YouTube and I see some of the stars rising on YouTube, there is this mentality in me where I'm like, you're not learning how to be famous. There is a time period in traditional Hollywood where the slow rise to fame creates resilience, creates understanding and education on how to deal with the community, on how to deal with fans. And not you, Lily, because you're a different human, which is why I like you, but there are some people Mm -hmm. in your old world where I'm like, you don't even know how to be famous. There is a tact to it. It's very, very true. And we've seen, I think we could probably all say we've seen new fame. And what happens when you talk about that is it's money that comes very quickly all of a sudden and recognition that comes very Very quickly quickly all of a sudden. And the person doesn't know how to balance that. And oftentimes when we are talking about it right now in kind of a negative sense, it's people then become completely overwhelmed by their life and the access they have all of a sudden and they don't handle themselves in the best way. But then there are people, see, but Lily, even in just hearing you talk, it's different. You're clearly very smart. To know that you wanted to do something and you wanted a career and you wanted longevity, even if you didn't have your foot in all the places or you didn't have people who were already there, you knew how to position yourself from a mature, wise standpoint, which may come from family values, from education, who knows? But not everyone has that. Not everyone has that. Wilson, this is the best podcast I've ever been on because this is just boosting my self-esteem and confidence. So I'm not mad at anything you're saying. <laughs> but no, I completely agree. And honestly, it almost like, not to be too unicorn about this, it almost is like wants me to give some grace to those people as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's, I know it's easy to be like, oh my God, you're famous. I know the, the, the trendy thing to do is like hate all famous people because then what problems do they have? Exactly. But like, it's difficult. It is difficult. People, all people have problems. And I think you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people who overnight, and, and I think the difference is, Miranda, to your point, I was not an overnight sensation. Every one of my videos helped garner subscribers and helped garner mm-hmm. views. There was not like an instance where I was like, oh my God, the next morning one of my videos hit two, 20 million views and now my whole life has changed. But that is the case for some people where they became overnight famous. And I can imagine that being very difficult and you being now in an environment filled with people that are not giving you great advice, that are not giving you great guidance. Yeah. And now you have a boatload of money that you don't know what to do with. And 
bad choices get made. Yeah, yeah, bad it's, choices. It's sad, and and I wish that there was more, not more regulation because we don't need all that regulation, but like you know, actors and directors and writers have a union. They have mm-hmm. education. They have a communal space, and you know, I wish that for those who start who want to have fame, who want to get into the digital world, you know, just a little bit of education because I want everyone to succeed. Obviously, it helps everyone, you know, but I feel sad for those people. It's also intention though. True. And so when we talk about writers or actors, most of the time those people say, I want to be an actor. I want to pursue a craft. I want to learn a skill. Writers are people who say, I'm going to go to school and learn how to write or whatever. There's a difference between a person who has a set goal versus a person who wants an idea that they're chasing in fame. Wanting fame is very different than wanting to be an actor or wanting to tell a story. Yeah. And so I think that's something too. And I think that's what I witnessed in Lily when I met her. She wasn't, she, she didn't have that irritating fame bug to her. (laughs) You know what I mean? She had work ethic bug. Like she and I commiserated over the fact that the teleprompter wasn't working. And like someone who's famous would have thrown a hissy fit. But we were just like, you see that, right? And we're like, yeah. It was like really down to earth realness. Um, sorry, you guys are famous. Yeah, but like. Just we're can different. we just take a moment? Raven is substantially more famous than me. Like I cannot be in the same category as Raven. Let's just be real for a second. Like you guys gave me the rich card shirt, but Raven, you are famous, famous. I am like casually kind of sometimes depending on the room I'm in famous. You are like, you are famous, famous. So let's just cut the crap. Lily, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not famous. I'm sorry. You were on the red carpet of the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I tell, this is a true story. I'm gonna have this age. I I was at, I I just came back from Italy. Okay, I was at a wedding Mm -hmm. and I had, met someone my the the bride's friend who i've never met before and i see her from across the dance dance floor and i see her doing this strangest motion ever she's like a weird person doing this weird dance move she's doing this i'm like i go to her I'm like what are you doing she's like the that's so raven dance move i'm like stop <laughs> stop no the gif you know the gif of you the dancing? crab dancing yes the crab yes she was literally doing that. And I was like, I have to tell Raven this because Raven's so famous oh, that at this random wedding, all of the people here are are impersonating Raven at this fabulous Italian wedding. That's hilarious. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. That's Thank amazing. you for the flowers. I'm just going to like counter it a little bit. I think there's a difference between like me and you in the sense, and I'm calling you famous. Like you said, with YouTube, people know who you are. They feel like you. they've been in your home as Lily Singh. People know me because of Raven Baxter, because of Olivia, because of Nicole. Like they're just starting to learn me as a human. So yes, I'm famous and I'll, I'll take that because yeah, I've been in the industry for 30 something plus years, but people know you as a human. So like, I, I don't know, there's that difference. It's like the difference between... Tom Cruise, he's super famous <clears throat> and people know his life now because he's, you know, out and about. But beforehand, nobody knew who he was. Well, as somebody who has had to deal with Tom Cruise fame their entire life, <laughs> I'm going to say, I want to do my most famous trick right now and say, spin the fucking wheel. Lily, Oh my God, is this the wheel? We're spinning the wheel? We're spinning the wheel. presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the 
big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. And the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. We're going to spin the wheel. It's going to give us a word. We don't know what it is. Let's talk right. about it. Let's do it, baby. I hope it's not fame. Oh, I hope not either. It's not. The it word is, is guacamole. guacamole. <laughs> so are we supposed to have a conversation about guacamole now? Yeah, we are. Okay. Amazing. Here's the thing about guac, right? <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's one of those foods mm-hmm. where it's really good or really bad. Obby. I do feel that way. I feel like it's you can mess it up. It's relatively simple, but I've had bad, bad guac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also will say for me, speaking of richness, when I could get the extra guac without any second thought, that's how I personally knew. Yeah, I you were rich. 100%. Because I actually, one of the main reasons I moved to LA was Chipotle. People don't know this. That in Toronto, there was one Chipotle and it was very, very far. And I got bought my first place in accordance to the closest Chipotle. I was like, it's walking distance. I love Chipotle. They do not pay me for this. It's hashtag not an ad. They're not paying me. They should. They should. <laughs> they should. Chipotle, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> Sir Chipotle, Mr. Chipotle. Um, but I so just sassy. remember the day being like, what's that guac's extra? Don't even mention it. Ah, she made it. it to me. You know you made, made it, it baby. extra guac. So is it worth the extra money though? Okay, I'm not a fan Here's of Chipotle thing, guac. Though. I'm not a Here's fan. The th- and I was going to follow up and say, it kind of hurts my throat. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get it as a status symbol sometimes, but I'm like, I think avocados kind of hurt my throat. Oh, they're like, oh, kind of all allergic. avocados. Yeah. Oh, and no, I don't discriminate between the avocados. All of them hurt my throat. Okay, so I, I love a good extra guac. One of my favorite guacs is the one that's made at the table. My guac. Ooh, okay. See, now we're getting fancy. See, getting the fancy. guac that's made at the table, you can decipher how many jalapenos, how much lime. Like, it's just so good. The already made guac that you get for, no offense, your favorite Chipotle or Carl's Jr. Because, you know, they have the guacamole sandwich. It's a little... It's not chunky enough for me. But I will also say the reason I have beef with the Chipotle is I feel like un- this is going to be a hot take. I'm just like, this is going to be a hot take right here, okay? I feel like guac shouldn't be with the burritos and the bowls. I feel like it's a chip thing. I only have guac with chips. It's just too overbearing. You put it with anything else and it becomes the guac show. I it's agree. no longer burrito. It's just a guac show. And I feel like it's only with chips. I said what I said. If you need to flip the table over, I'll accept it. But I said what I said. Do you like avocado toast? I haven't become that LA yet. I feel like I've had it once and it's okay. But that's again, you have the carb and then you have, you have the, the guac. Yeah. But it was once you add the rice and the proteins, I feel like it's just, Mm. it's too much. It's too much going on. It's too mushy. I already want sour cream. I already have queso. Like I don't need another mush faced fest Mm -hmm. in my mouth. It is the mushiest of the mushes. It's the mushiest of the mushes. You know, I pride myself and so do you in low carb lifestyle slash keto for me. And I didn't really eat a lot of avocado before I started doing this different type of diet. So one of my favorite quote unquote avocado guac moments is like carving out a little bit of um, the avocado once you cut it in half, putting a raw egg in it, and then putting it in the toaster oven with some Mm. cheese. Yeah, she does like this. Oh my goodness. Talk about warm avocado for a minute. But also talk about mush. See, it's surprising that you can fuck with that kind of mush, but then you can't have... Here's the deal with avocados and meat. First of all, they're a fruit. True. They're a fruit. Just so you know, in case anyone... They don't seem fruity. No, they're the fattiest fruit that we have. Yeah, they're super high fat, Avi. They're great for the skin and the hair. But here's my deal. If you get a bad avocado, and I'm talking about you even taste an avocado that Mm. has almost gone going into it's like just starting to turn you can taste that flavor it is so wrong it is it really offends me i get personally offended watery avocado or guacamole (gasps) a waterlogged avocado is disgusting it's but a good one a good one is amazing and i'm gonna just tell you guys something i'm gonna toot my own horn for two seconds i have made a lot of guacamole we happened to have movers over and I was like, man, these people are working so hard and I want to make something for them. We didn't have very much. And then Raven was like, well, we have all this turkey meat. Let's do tacos. It was easy. Everyone could kind of line up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. You do the taco meat. I'm going to do the guacamole. People were like, yeah, the taco meat's fine, whatever. And I have to say, no, all of these people, for the record, had Latin backgrounds. So they were accustomed to eating their tacos there. So that's why they were a little picky. They're like, no, my mom would make the taco meat or, you know, Mm -hmm. the salsa has to be this. Every single one of those fuckers loved my guacamole. Oh, damn. Okay. No joke. And here's the deal. I just want to say I've never, I've never received your guacamole. Did you want some? 
I feel like this is feeling strangely heated right now. I was going to say, right I don't now. know if I like this conversation. Like, yeah, I was going to say, not energy. in front of Raven. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Y'all but... get on your own text thread for fuck's sake. Y'all... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Lily but is in a I fully committed like... relationship with her dog. We all know that. We all know this. I'm not coming for that. I'm just saying. I was giving, I'm just saying this. Like... Babes, will you make Lily some guac while I'm <laughs> in the you? room? Absolutely. Okay, fine, fine. Yes. Fine. I will. It's true. Okay, here's a question. Do you like your guacamole with chunks of onion and tomato or do you like it pure? Just the mm. avocado and lime and salt. Maybe some tomato. First of all, for me, tomatoes are the devil. I feel like tomatoes are the worst thing. A raw tomato especially is the worst thing. In fact, on my late night show, a hypnotist came and tried to hypnotize me to eat tomatoes and I still wouldn't do it. Whoa. I just hate them so much. Now, if you're talking about like pizza okay. or like pasta sauce or like ketchup, sure. Okay. But like a tomato chunk is literal hell People for me. really have those aversions. It's they do. So it's funny. so funny. Um, my guacamole. Does your guac have tomatoes, Miranda? No, boo, no. It is okay, just. She called a boo. She called a boo. I don't know how. I'll, I'll DM you about this later. Okay. You, you don't actually have to DM me. You can just text me. How y'all? Okay. Listen. But DM sounds more like. Oh, like you're going to slide into it. We're getting canceled all the way. No, my guac is just lemon. Get off the buttons, babe. Stop talking to her secretly. It's just oh lemon God. and salt, and it's correct. We're not talking to her about that. Okay. <sighs> Whatever, Lily. I'll talk to you later about this. I hate you both. I um, just want to know something. Yeah. Because we've established now how famous and rich you guys are and how you can buy avocados whenever the fuck you want. Even if avocados go extinct, everyone should know that Lily and Raven will still have access to them. Or That's the fact how- that I bought my wife an avocado tree. Did I tell you that, Lily? You did what? You did not tell me this. Yeah, she bought I'm- me an avocado tree, but this is not the point of what I'm getting at. We can circle back to that. I just okay. want to know what the most expensive thing is either of you have maybe ever purchased here's the thing before we get into this i feel great about this question let me tell you why is because i know for a fact if we were to talk about fashion and clothes raven's entire closet could pay my mortgage i already know this That's because my every time i see raven i'm like what is this oh this is gucky right here this gucky new 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 collection exclusive this exclusive and it's just she bags i already know this so when it comes to fashion that's my this best is ASOS right here. What I'm wearing is ASOS, just so we just so we're clear. And it's okay? great. It Love looks it. fantastic. It looks rich. It does look Thank rich. You. Um, so but let's so close you in. But in terms of like other things that we've yeah, purchased, like, like a ridiculous more. splurge. Yeah, or something that you've treated yourself with that you're like, I'm just I wanna do guess. It. Can I guess for Lily? Yeah, guess. I'm gonna say her parties. Are the most oh, expensive things she's bought know for herself. So well. I feel Here's like she thing. splurges on that. She I does. do throw an epic Diwali party every year. You, you know this. Yes. You know yeah. this. Um, I try to get it covered with sponsors, but let it be known that if there is any withstanding amount, I without hesitation will throw a bag at that because I love hosting a party. So yes. you're absolutely correct. Okay. However, if I had to talk about a splurge splurge that like had nothing to do with work, because a party you could still say it's like, oh, a little bit like a hosting, you know, network. You could say, but a, a splurge meaning like there was no other benefit minus me wanting this thing. Yes. So I'm from Toronto. And the Toronto Raptors, the basketball team, I'm a big fan of. This bitch and bought a basketball team. Toronto, <laughs> say it again? This bitch bought a basketball team. Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't buy a basketball team. But they were we in the playoffs and they were getting really close to the, the finals. And I was like, oh my God, this might never happen again in my lifetime. So I not only kept flying back and forth to watch the games, but I was like, mm, this playoff this playoff game, I'm going to have to sit courtside oh, for this. And none of my friends would pay for the ticket. So I sat by myself. I didn't care. By myself courtside i think it was like game four maybe how many racks it was was, this is gonna be pocket change for you but it was it was 20 g's that is not pocket change for her 
That's, that's one of your sweaters. You're right. I'm sure. It is absolutely not. Trust me. Back in the day it was before I got married and I read, can I tell you guys what, what I purchased, what my sweater was? Please, please. It was actually my mom who was like, you really should buy this. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. We purchased tickets and really, really nice seats to the Obama inauguration ball oh, and damn. event. And you know what is interesting about that? It sounds really like bougie and chic and cool. And I mean, it was, but you had to wear a diaper for it. Listen, so does that cheapen the experience? Yes. It, listen, ugh, I my feel wife. like this is the second time I'm hearing a diaper story from you. Yeah, I do like, I do like diapers. Here's the deal. <laughs> the inauguration is outside. It was cold as hell. All right. And <laughs> my wife is dying laughing over here. We had really good seats that were not by the porter potty. And my mom was like. Raven sitting there watching Obama at the inauguration in a fucking diaper. It happened. Go on. Sorry. And so when you say diaper, you mean like a diaper? Like, I mean, it depends. It what? It depends. <laughs> Like, so you pre-planned this or you got there and you're like, this situation, I need to go get the closest to pen. planned it, Lily. My mom planned it <laughs> that she didn't want to go to the porta potty and we all needed to wear Depends, okay? <laughs> I could be exaggerating or I could not. You Wait, take it for how you feel. She is not exaggerating. And I know you're not because it's the second time I'm hearing this story. <laughs> I feel like the day you met me, you told me this story. <laughs> Hilarious. I just start friendships. I don't want a diaper. <laughs> Does Obama know this? Obama needs to. I, no, it's not even he just, I've worn a diaper. It's, I wore a diaper to the Morocco. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. We, we missed a yes. crucial detail here Before, besides the diaper. How much was the ticket? <sighs> you right. Honey, around your thing, and it was three of them. Ooh, she provided for the family. It was a shame. It was, right it was, the it family was for shit. the ball. It was for like multiple events. And again, you know, sometimes you talk to the publicist, you get things. But how much was the diaper? That was on sale at CVS. You got to cut corners some places. You, know what I mean? you got a got a pack of ten. You got a pack of ten. Okay. Anyway, so my mother in law, my mother in law said, "We are not going to the porta potties. You all are wearing these diapers." Did you actually pee in it? No, I didn't pee in it, but I did realize how good a diaper is. And I'm really happy that now for feminine care, they apply. I'm sorry. For feminine care, they provide diapers. Listen. That was a beautiful transition. I just want to know what would have happened if you'd eaten more guacamole that day. Do you think you would have had to use the diaper? <laughs> Lily, Lily, help me, please. Help me. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't use the diaper. <laughs> Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> is happening right now listen i wish you used it <laughs> i didn't i can't do that there was no place to wipe um you don't wipe in real life so what is that so matter? you didn't pre-plan that you're like i'll wear the diaper for for, for caution, cautionary but not to actually use lily how's um how's italy how was their trip to italy you know what it was good let me tell you something about italy I, before going to Italy, was like, I will have no rules for myself. I will eat everything I want to eat. I will be as gluttonous as I want to be. I'll be as lazy as I want to be. And I did just that. I had Lovely. pasta every day. I have gelato two times a day yes. sometimes. And I ate literally everything. But here's the thing about Italy. If you've been, you know, you don't feel gross after eating food in Italy. And you don't get yeah. fat after it because all their food is actually good and it's not filled with sugar. And you do, yeah, and you don't have like the sleepy feeling after eating a plate of pasta. It's amazing. It was incredible. Were so, there avocados in Italy? I was supposed to ask you, did you have avocado gelato? I did not. That sounds gross. No, I don't think that I don't think that Italians eat avocados really. It's a Mediterranean diet though. I don't think I saw a single avocado. No, I don't think that it's 
customary i think so it's literally just california putting avocados in everything that it shouldn't be in like ice cream and i don't think that avocados yes. are part of the mediterranean diet that's like olive oil feta, it's olive, olives tomatoes olive oil doesn't even rhyme with avocado she tried so hard to make that work she was like olive oil no babe yeah, they're about the olive oil they're about the cheeses they're about yeah, the bread the fish and but here's the thing I was a little bit of a trash North American because, you know, they give you a, a huge basket of bread everywhere you go and they give you the oil. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate this, but like, can I have some butter? I know, right? <laughs> Every place I went to, I'm like, oh, can you bring me some butter, please? I'm sorry. <laughs> I really need something for this bread. You got to get to like London, yeah. Norway, Germany. Then you start getting your butters. When I go backpacking, because I'm using that word, when I go overseas, I tend to Airbnb it. Over I tend like, to- like, this bitch backpacking? <laughs> Yeah, I went to about? REM and bought a backpack. Leave me alone. Um, I tend to like stay in an Airbnb. I tend to get a deal at the Holiday Inn because I got points from America. Um, but I do splurge on my food. And mm. I will always leave with a bill 100 plus in another country with food because I need to taste it. I feel like that's mm -hmm. the culture. Okay, so when I went to Italy, I was only supposed to go for five days. I was going for my friend's wedding, and I was like, we're leaving. And then one of someone on my team was like, honestly, you're going so far. Like, you've worked so hard. Stay. Stay for two weeks. And I was like, damn, for real? So I made a conscious, intentional decision to be like, I'm going to treat myself, and I'm going to splurge. So I just extended my trip. I went to Sardinia. I went to Rome, and I had to splurge inevitably on the flights and the hotel because yeah. they were super last minute, and there was nothing available. And so I did splurge on my accommodations and my flight. And part of me felt guilty because I, I won't lie. All jokes aside, I'm a pretty cheap person. Like, I know this about myself. Yeah. I'm constantly trying to save money. I'm not trying to splurge. Like, that's why me personally not to say, like, I would probably feel guilty if I bought a designer shirt. Like, I probably would. But I got back from Italy and I felt, I was like, oh my God, I need to make the bag. I need to figure it out. But I'm trying to get better at just being like, girl, I think this is generational trauma. It because is. my parents do this. They save money for no reason. Like yeah. you ask my parents now, why don't you just travel the world? No, what do we, money, we have to save it for what? What are you saving for? For, yeah. for what? All your kids are good. All your kids are doing their own thing. You actually don't need to save money for anything. So yeah. I'm trying to get out of this cycle of like, always being so tough on myself when I it comes think to that's, money. I think that's really smart. I do agree with you that it's like a form of generational trauma or totally. something that our parents all are probably in the same age range because my father was the same way. Like I grew up always feeling this stress and this anxiety around money and like tomorrow was going to be the day that the shoe dropped and everyone was on the streets. Like that's how extreme it felt. And come to find out like, we are more than okay. I Yeah, we was, just looked at the will. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know, I, he. my dad was working at Warner Brothers. Like, he was fine. We were taken care of. I'm grateful for that. But the anxiety that he had around finances and money and making sure that every penny was accounted for was just so extreme. And then the lack of spending. My dad never went on vacation with me. I've never been on vacation with my father. And that was because it wasn't seen as valuable to spend money on that and making memories and things of that nature just weren't a priority. And so I am happy to hear, Lily, that you are trying to give yourself more space to enjoy, to embrace. That's the very totally. European yeah, way Yeah, thank of you. I appreciate that. And, and, and you know, the, I know this entire conversation, like, let's just be real. It's a super privileged place to be. Yeah. But yeah. I think I also used to be that person that would pride myself on, like, slightly torturing myself because it made me feel better. Like, for example, I would go to 
I, I've told this story before. I went to Priyanka Chopra's wedding in India and took like four flights in 20 hours. And I was like the only person that flew economy there. I was like, nope, I'm gonna fly economy the whole way, Hell yeah. the whole way because it's cheaper. Da, da, da. And now I'm like, I'm getting older. My body hurts so immensely. And sometimes I need to hit the ground running and my back is like killing. And I'm like, what am I trying to prove here by constantly putting my body in a situation that's painful. Like just spend the extra money and get the life flat in business because you're expected to like land and do 6 million things. Like just think, live, let yourself be okay. Do you think that comes from the idea that people would potentially judge you or look at you or attach um, an idea to you like, oh, there's that rich girl who can just do whatever. And you're so, for better lack of a word, air quotes, normal and hum and normal you know what I mean it. and grounded in your life that you somehow want to like uh, keep yourself from anyone attaching that to you does that make I, sense yeah, yeah no totally totally I think that's part of it and it's also like honestly me being judgmental to myself yeah it's me being like why why do you need this are you becoming that person but I think I'm slowly starting to get better at like giving myself permission to be a complex human being to be like hey you can both two things and two things can be true at once you can be grounded and humble and you can also buy that business class life flat because you deserve it your body hurts and why are you not allowed to spend money you can on buy that twenty thousand dollar uh raptors floor seat and you're working so Take why it. not spend your money like I've always been the person so to spend my money on me and the things mm -hmm. that I want, and then I'll save for, like, for instance, you guys were talking about plane tickets. I went to Japan for a nice vacation, and I spent $200 on first-class tickets to Japan because I saved up so many points because I knew I was going on a trip. I knew I had to pay for certain flights, and I just, like, there's ways to get around it because let's not keep mm -hmm. it, let's keep it real. Just because we have money doesn't mean that it's going to be there forever because as soon mm -hmm. as you spend, if you have a million dollars and you spend one dollar, you no longer have a million dollars. So you have to learn how to spend appropriately and where you're going to spend and it's true, like spend it on ourselves, like vacate mm -hmm. all day and then invest in yourself. And I think that's what our older generations kind of forget to do because they want to pass it on. But it's like we all make money now. It also comes in my mind from a little bit from the space of self-worth. Mm -hmm. Like you have to feel like you're worthy of those things. You're worthy of the business class seat because you, as Raven said, are working for it, but also because your back hurts. You don't need to prove a point to anyone. Mm -hmm. And fuck it, if you can treat yourself and be like, you know what, I can fly first class, I want to. I want choices that, in the menu. Then, I don't want to just get then, what they give me. Then amazing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone can do that in their life in their certain situation. All you know long. what I mean? Like everyone can put that into place where they go, this is something that is valuable to me. I mean, do you feel worth it, Lily? I do. I totally do. And I also, here's here's the real talk. Even this whole thing of like, what will other people, people are going to think whatever they want regardless. That I could always. fly economy fire my entire life and people will still find a reason to think what they want to think. So yep. at some point you have to decide what's good for you. And I think you're, you hit the nail on the head, Raven, when you said, especially when it comes to investing in yourself, I'm definitely gotten better at not being cheap when it comes to things to make me the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. Therapy, relaxation, vacation, any doctor, any medical thing. I'm like, no, I will drop any bag on that to become the best version of myself because everyone benefits from that. Yes. My friends benefit from that. My family benefits from that. It's just, it, I feel like if everyone just took the strides to become the best version of themselves, the world would be a happier place. Agree. Fully agree. Totally agree. It's so interesting to me too, how people have such resistances towards investing in themselves where it's somebody will say something like, oh no, I'm never going to spend 
X amount of money on this doctor or this whatever, because that's ridiculous. I have to do this. But like you said, Lily, it's like when you do something like that and you become the best version of yourself or you are healthier or you have more clarity or fill in the blank, then you're better everywhere. everywhere. It's like, it's mm-hmm. the, it's absolutely integral to your success. Totally. Um, also a part of your success is how beautiful and luxurious your hair is. Oh, this? <laughs> This right here? That's this wild right here? that you brought up her hair. Because you know that the first thing that I wanted to ask Lily was, what shampoo do you use? Yeah, literally. Do you use, you use avocado-based shampoo? I, do, I, I use a zinc-free shampoo. That's crucial for me. Mm. Um, but actually, and this is, I, I, I just for everyone listening, I did not prep, I did not prep Miranda and Raven on this. They're just organically asking me. I'm actually trying to work on a little bit of a situation, a hair product situation. <gasps> Because I feel like I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm really good at having great hair. And <laughs> I, I think a lot of it is based in just like good Indian genes, but also yeah. like some of the rituals we did growing up, like the hair oiling and like the ways my mom would take care of my hair. And so I'm trying to work on a little bit of a product line that you might hear about down the line. Ooh, that I is amazing. That. Your hair is so beautiful. How long mm-hmm. have you been growing it? Like forever? My whole life. So I've trimmed my hair. I've gotten layers, but I've never really had short hair. Mm-hmm. I was born with a lot of hair. I've grown it my whole life. I haven't done much to it. I've dyed it like a handful of times. I've not, I don't put lots of chemicals on it. And here's the thing. You got to make sure also in our industry, when you are on set and they're putting a gang of stuff in your hair and putting heat, you got to like take care of it. I think that's what's inspiring the line I'm working on is like, how can we protect our hair and set up for success? Because the thing is like the way I think about my hair is how a lot of people think about their bodies and skin. I don't think culture has caught up to like hair care. At all. Because when you think about skin, you're like, oh, you need to drink water. You need to avoid certain foods. You need to use this morning routine and night routine. But we don't think about that with hair. We're just like, oh, let me just put this straight around my hair and this curl on my hair and like do this and dye this. And we don't do that stuff to like make it healthy yeah. and make it last and put that armor on it. And so that's what I feel like is really missing in well, hair you heard it. You heard it here first, people. There's exclusive be a Lily Singh hairline. I am the <laughs> spokesperson. Oh, no, she didn't say that. Um, she. Hey, I'll I'll give you the products to try. Raven doesn't still, have enough testing. hair. We're still testing. We're doing the things, but you'll be one of the first people to get it. Let me try that because hair has been such a journey for me. And I have heat on my hair all the time. Like, I am totally there. And there's a whole thing now about growing hair back because mm-hmm. I suffer with a lot of shedding and hair loss. Totally. And yep. people are like, rosemary oil. And I've actually done deep dives into Indian hair and the kind of Ayurvedic remedies Mm -hmm. and rituals that are used because Indian women, and I'm sure men, have some of the most gorgeous Gorgeous. hair ever. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Um, I have a question, Lily. Do you like to win things? I love to win things. I lo- I'm actually very competitive. Well, do you want to maybe play a game? I would love to play a game. Because will I win something? Yes! You will if you win the game. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's do it. Let's play this let's game. Let's play the game and then we're almost done. Okay. <laughs> we will be playing a game we call Market Higher or Lower. We will give you two different everyday food items, and you have to tell us which of the two is more expensive. Lily, do you do your own grocery shopping? I actually really like grocery shopping, but I do order off the apps a lot. So I'm like, do I know the price of things without a delivery free? I don't know. I don't know if I do. <laughs> Plus the delivery fee. Well, <laughs> well we're going to sub- think of the delivery fee, subtract that, and then make your guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. And this is, ba- we're basing this in LA, right? Because, you know, different different areas have different prices. Yes. This yes. is not Toronto prices. This okay. is LA okay. prices. Okay. okay. We're going to give, give, give you two items and you're going to tell us mm-hmm. which is more expensive. Now, okay. if you get two out of the five right, we will give you this Raven's Home North Face backpack. It's official. And I know Lily is always looking for more swag for a TV I show. I am looking for more swag. And the real gag here is that even if I lose, I'm going to steal it from you. So. <laughs> It's yours because the realest gag of the whole situation is the fact that everything that is up for a prize um, 
comes from Raven's collection of things that she calls collection and I say hoarding because <laughs> this is helping me actually declutter. Anyway, okay, amazing. here we go. Let's play. Ooh. Hit me. Hein, so which is more expensive? Heinz cocktail sauce or 12 ounces of Hershey's chocolate chips? Heinz cocktail sauce? I don't know what the hell that is. It's for the shrimp. It's for when the shrimp. Dip it in the shrimp. Oh, for the shrimps. You see, shrimp is bougie. Yeah, yeah, it's the horseradish. The shrimps is bougie, it's, but then chocolate. It's the horseradish and the ketchup. The, the chocolate chips, that goes through a nice, like, process. Mm-hmm. And it's Hershey. We're talking name brands here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Heinz versus Hershey's. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess, and I'm going to say the cocktail sauce. You wrong. Correct. Really? Oh, you know what? That's that's on me. The cocktail is expensive. Yeah, the cocktail sauce is three dollars and sixty nine cents, and the chocolate chips are three seventy nine. Look at that. Oh, so you guys playing Since. this game where it's so close? It's not even a big difference. You're playing a tough game here. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, this back it's marginal. Is, it's marginal. Okay. This pack pack is a collector's item. You gotta <laughs> fight for this. Okay. All right, here we go. Hit me with the next one. Okay, Lily. Nabisco honey made graham crackers or 12 cans of orange crush soda. See, now my instinct says that soda's trash and <laughs> should be cheap because you know what I mean? It's like one of those unhealthy things that should be cheap. Yeah. Graham crackers seem a little fancy. A little fancy. Mm. A little fancy. Seem a little fancy. Look, talking about s'mores. To make Ooh, s'mores, you gotta have a fire pit. You gotta have a campfire. That's money. You it's literally money those the things. only flavored thing like it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... Mm-hmm. Graham cracker is so distinct. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the... And you know what? I'm clearly not good at this game, but I'm gonna go with the graham crackers being more expensive. Lily, you right. You are one one away from winning that backpack. Yes. So uh, graham crackers are $5.19 and orange crush is $4.99. Just because it's trash. Mm -hmm. But $5.19, that's deep. It's it's steep. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep pockets. Okay, let me try this one. You got it, babe. A head of iceberg lettuce or two pounds of organic packaged carrots. Hmm. If lettuce is more expensive, I'm going to have to flip this table over because lettuce is almost just water. Like, I don't feel like the lettuce should be more expensive. I feel like. Hmm. Especially iceberg. Literally iceberg. That's iceberg? That's, a, that's iceberg. like basically water. And yeah. organic. It's, between, it's organic. No, no, no. Mm. The carrots are organic. Okay. So then they're organic. Yeah. The organic carrots are more expensive. So she's choosing the carrots. Let's see. Absolutely correct. Lettuce is yeah. Adding that organic adds like four or five dollars. You would think, right? But here's the deal. This is so crazy to me. The head of lettuce is two nineteen, and the carrots are two forty. So it's not that huge of a like. Iceberg lettuce should be ninety nine cents. Hundred percent. You won the backpack, Lily. You know I actually love backpacks. This is not a joke. I actually love backpacks so much. You won the backpack, but let's do two more. Okay, let's do it. it. I want to play. Okay. So, Raven's going to play now, too. Now it's okay. a competition. Now it's okay, a competition great. between you guys, and someone's going to win something. Oh, whoever wins, I'm making guacamole for. <gasps> Here we go. The real prize. Okay. Oh. So, Lily and Raven, what is more expensive? Pepperidge Farm Texas Toast Frozen Six Slices or Lay's French Onion Dip? Frozen, huh? Uh, that changes things. It does because, change like, things. Yeah. What was the second one? French onion dip, the good kind that you use the riffle, the ruffles in. Mm-hmm. Lay's, mm-hmm. Lay's French onion. 
So I'm, I'm, I think I'm going French onion dip. She's going to go French onion dip. I'm glad you went that way because I'm going to go the exact opposite. I'm going to take the other one. You're taking the Texas toast. Mm-hmm. It's Texas toast. Yeah. Oh my God. Bias, bias. You just want to give her the guac. You just want to give her the guac. That's the real thing here. Oh, I get the guac all the time. And here's oh, the deal. Damn. The Texas toast is $4.69. The onion dip is $4.49. These are very close. Oh, that was close. They're very close. Very, very close. Okay, okay, we need one more. A gallon of Horizon organic milk or Kroger large eggs, 30 count. <gasps> See, this is because t- eggs these days are yeah. basically gold. Seriously. Ooh. This is for the guac. So what is the first one again? What was the name brand? Horizon Organic Milk. That's the red box. That's the red one. Organic, huh? Mm -mm. Organic gallon of milk or some Weggs. I'm thinking that the organic gallon of milk is closer to like the $4 range and the eggs are closer to $7. So I'm going to go to- No. 30, 30. See, Kroger is the real real distraction there, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to also go with eggs. What did I go with? I think you said eggs, no? Okay, let's go with eggs, Lily. You guys are both going with eggs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are both wrong. It's the milk what? by a lot. The milk is $9.59 and the eggs are $7.99. $9.59? I would have had to work an hour and a half at my first job to buy that milk. What was your first job? Harvey's. It was a fast food place. It was $6.95 minimum wage. <laughs> okay, we need to get her some milk. She forever, forever. That's crazy. I'm never buying milk again. Lily mm-hmm. Singh. It has been an absolute pleasure. Neither of you are getting my guacamole. Oh my, I guess one of us will and it won't be me. Well, well listen, here. listen here. Actually, it's fine. I love Enjoy your woman's you. guac. Enjoy your woman's guac. <laughs> thank you so much. Lily Singh, thank you so much for coming on the best podcast ever. You have been one of the best guests. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank Hands you so down. much for having me. It's just like chatting with friends. I love it. It's considered work kind of, I guess. Yay. Yay. Wow. What an amazing human. Definitely. She is forever worth the side of guac. Oh, I will give her my chips any day. I would always pay for Lily's side of guac. That's how much I like her. Okay, we're getting a little deep here. I don't know how I feel about it. You want to go make some guacamole? I'll make guac with you. Let's go. The Best Podcast Ever is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Raven Simone and Miranda. Executive producers Jensen Harp and Amy Sugarman. Produced and edited by Jordan Katz, who also does our music. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer, Hannah Winkleman. Theme song by Kenny Siegel and Jordan Katz. Follow us on Instagram at The Best Pod Ever and send your emails to thebestpodever at gmail.com. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. 
From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug right, needed. Let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 